have you always loved birds or, or when, when did you figure out that you loved them? It's kind of, uh, two in two parts. So when I was a kid, like from the ages of like five to eight, I really liked reading about birds. Um, both just like all the different kinds there are. And I even had, uh, this book about bird eggs and just like, cause they all look so different. I would read that. Um, but I think at some point when I was that young, I started to feel like, um, like that's all anyone, that's all any, any adult wanted to talk to me about was like birds. Huh. So I was like, Oh, this is like, I don't want to just be like the bird kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of like stopped being as interested and then in the fall of 2018 um i was at the office and i like uh you know went went out to get lunch and i was walking out of one of the entrances there was a tiny little green bird sitting in the sidewalk and i was like huh that's weird and then i like you know went out and ate lunch and then when I came back, it was still there hmm. and it was a pretty busy, you know, entrance. So I was like, well, I should probably like, I don't really know what to do, but I should probably do something or else this guy might get stepped on. And, uh, yeah, he even like, when I like stopped a few feet away from him to like, think about what to do, he like kind of like strained his neck to like look up at me and I was like, okay, I really, I really should do something. Huh. Um, so I went and like grabbed like a napkin and like, like picked him up in my hand. Um, and then he like hopped out of like my cupped hands and then just like landed on my finger hmm. and let me uh, carry him into the bushes. Um, and so after that, like, like I didn't even know what it was, you know, like back then I probably knew like, you know, Robins and Cardinals and, stuff like that um so i started to like like just google like what is this like yellow green bird i just saw uh and i i'm pretty sure it was an orange crowned warbler mm -hmm. and um in in the bird world there's this term called the spark bird and it's like a bird you see that kind of like reignites your interest mm um so that's probably my spark bird and for a lot of people actually like they can't point to like a specific animal either you know so like my spark bird is like like an actual individual which is cool uh you mean like people will have like a species that 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 they're excited about but they don't have like a particular encounter with an individual necessarily right yeah yeah, cool. yeah like they'll maybe they'll see like uh, you know, like a hawk every time they, they like drive on the highway and then, you know, it might not be the same one, but they'll kind of be like, Oh, like, Oh, I should look up what that species might be, you know? Hmm. So there's like a pattern of behavior that they find interesting. Maybe. Yeah. It might not be, or, you know, you might see like, like a flock of them or something too, you know, the interest in photographing them. I feel like, uh, I actually, I guess I know a lot of, I mean, that seems to go hand in hand a lot of the time. 
for for people. I mean, like I feel like I know. I feel like most of the people I know who are into birds are also into taking pictures of birds. Yeah, and maybe maybe there's like a selection bias thing here, or like a survivorship bias thing, because like I see people, the people who I see looking for birds, like in the forest, are often carrying cameras. But maybe that's just the pattern of looking for them. Yeah. Well, there it's kind of on a spectrum of like on one end, there's like people who are more into the birds, and then the other spectrum is people who are more into the photography. Uh-huh. And someone who's really into the birds, they might you know they might not have a camera. They might just like go out and look at stuff with binoculars um and then on the other end of people who are really into the photography aspect they might uh not care about the wild animals as much right. like i've i've talked to people who like they say they like just going to the zoo and taking photos uh-huh. <laughs> because it's easier uh-huh. right they so yeah away. yeah it's kind of on a spectrum and i i'd, I'd say i'm Kind of in the middle of like caring about both the photography and the the animals did you have an independent interest in photography like is there a different story for how you got into photography no it was just for birds uh-huh. um and when i started i kind of i you know i never thought of myself as a photography person either mm. and i was kind of intimidated by all the technical aspects and you know for the first couple of years i would just leave it on auto uh-huh. And I didn't like, you know, bother uh, learning about any like kind of the manual settings. So yeah, it was, it was definitely birds first. Gotcha. So what was it about? Like, how did that occur to you in the first place as something you wanted to add to your experience seeking birds? I I remember there was one time I went on a walk. Uh, I think it was in twenty nineteen. And I went into this like kind of nature area, like just outside of the city. And um, I saw a lot of birds that at the time I didn't think were so accessible either. Like I saw a woodpecker and, you know, back then before I was into birds, I kind of assumed like a woodpecker is like something that lives in the forest way out outside the city, you know. And so I thought that was cool. and I saw like what I thought was a chickadee, uh, and I tried taking a picture with my cell phone, but it's just like a tiny, like black and white yeah. <laughs> spot. And I, I think I wanted better photos because also, like, I didn't you know know what I was seeing, so uh-huh. I tried to take a photo, and then it's like, you know, I think that's this one species, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so the photos can help, like, help you learn about stuff, too. But now I see, I mean, like, I'll, I'll obviously, all I've seen is, like, photos that you have posted online and already are really good at taking. But I, I, I feel like there's a lot of drama and action in your shots, or, like, personality. Like, you see, you seem to be composing for, uh, like, a scene now. Like there's a story in the photo and you, you seem to like those and gravitate towards those. Is that true? Yeah. And like, how, how, tell me about the sort of storytelling nature of your photos. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why bird watching is so, has so much longevity to it is that there's kind of like different levels almost to like seeing a specific species, you know, like 
uh it could be like the first time you've seen a kestrel like ever mm-hmm. but then you know have you seen a kestrel hunting mm-hmm. have you seen a kestrel uh courting a mate have you seen a kestrel uh you know building a nest and so there's so many other aspects to you know kind of it's like it's like the life part of wildlife it's like what they're doing and stuff mm-hmm. that's like kind of what keeps it interesting how did you learn about that stuff how did how did you start learning about the the species and their behaviors and their habitats and things well it's it's interesting a lot of it actually it's like kind of like what i was saying earlier about being like the bird guy is like people kind of give me a lot of bird books ah. but a lot of what i've learned is just by like watching them too mm-hmm. um so i remember the the first time i saw a bunch of grackles i you know i noticed like okay every time i see them they're usually in these like big grassy fields and so i i was like well they probably eat something in the grass and that's mm-hmm. why i always see them there and then later i looked it up and like you know ants are one of their favorite food sources mm-hmm. so actually you can learn a lot just by just by watching them too you know yeah this is maybe like a kind of an a surprisingly abstract question but mm-hmm. do you think that there is something general happening there in the sort of human mind or like your your the the like like in some quintessential human way where like learn it like you see it you see an animal you make an observation you create like a sort of hypothesis or like use whatever sort of scientific reasoning you have about what they might be doing and then you explore and you learn more and you adjust your understanding of them based on what you what you find from observing more like are are you are you working out some sort of muscle in the human consciousness by doing that like is there is there uh, is there a is there a, a general kind of wisdom that you're looking for i guess is my question yeah i think on one level it is i mean that is kind of just science too mm-hmm. you know like it doesn't always have to be a double blind control study right. or anything like that it's yeah. just you know watching and observing but it's not intentional for me at least it's kind of just like just being curious about you know what's going on <laughs> in their little bird minds mm-hmm. you know is is there something special about the bird human relationship that interests you yeah I, the something i've thought about actually is like you know uh, there are like individual birds who I've seen over like months uh, at a time too. Like um, a couple of winters ago, there was a, uh, there are these little um, dark colored sparrows called dark eyed juncos. Mm-hmm. And they come down to Minnesota for winter and they're usually in Canada for the summer. And there's one of them who I always recognize because he only had one eye. Mm. And so I saw him for like months on end and I was kind of thinking of like, you know, like he kind of lives here too, mm-hmm. like in, my, in like my yard or like my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's like, it's like almost like a neighbor or like, 
like a roommate or something you know it's like something different than just like a random animal and not to mention that you know i would put out bird feeders and he ate mm. <laughs> stuff i put out so yeah that kind of relationship is interesting are there are there i mean it's not, you've already named a couple but like do you find yourself in relationships with individuals individual birds that that you see regularly that have a sort of arc to them like do you get to know them some of them um for sure it's it's hard a, a little bit because you know like like the the one with with only one eye it's like i you know it's hard for me to mistake him with sure. a different one yeah but the others um you know like there's there's a pair of chickadees and I only ever see two of them at a time. Mm. And so I'm pretty sure I, it's just the same pair that can I just live, live on my block. Mm -hmm. Um, and as you know, also knowing that that specific species, they don't migrate. So yeah, I'm, I'm fairly confident that it, it's just the same, same birds that just live here. Just mm -hmm. cool. Do you have relationships like this with other animal species? Well, there's some there's some squirrels and rabbits that live here too. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't. It's hard for me to know if they're the same. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rabbits in Minneapolis, <laughs> but I don't know if that's common in other cities. And we have them here, actually. Yeah, I see them in the background okay. a lot. I, what I mean though is, like, are are there other other animals that fascinate you that you that you look for oh and sure that you follow yeah i mean any any um wild animal is cool i think you know if i'm out bird watching and i see a deer or a chipmunk you know i'll take a picture uh i saw a fox one time that was really cool um one of the interesting things though is if you if you kind of like step back and ask yourself like why birds mm -hmm. part of it is just there's there's so many kinds yeah you know like there's only about 5000 species of mammals and i can't remember the exact number but it's there's like 25000 species of birds or wow. something so it's there's just there's way more of them what do you think that's about why why do you think that is uh, yeah i don't know Obviously, that's like kind of a silly question because it's no, like evolution. But it's interesting. Stuff, but yeah, like it, it just—I just, I just yeah. wonder if it's like about their, you know, the, 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 I just think of them. I mean, one thing when I think about the bird-human relationship, I think about the size difference hmm. being so. Remind even just mammals and birds, like, generally speaking, like there are mammals. There, the smallest mammals are the size of kind of typical birds right and then like it just gets way bigger from there and, yeah and i wonder if that has to do and 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 so like you see birds you see like birds of different species like in the same tree having completely different experiences and it just seems like there's room for them all over the place yeah that and that's actually um a big part of bird watching too is if you kind of get a sense of like how specific kind of like the micro habitats are that each bird species likes. So like, um, you know, a lot of flycatchers will like, 
the the point where like a forest turns into like a, a field and that's where they hang out cool i think i like that place too yeah it's so specific tell me a little bit about going out to look for birds or just going out what like do do you intentionally go on birding walks i assume you do but like tell tell me about about what the intention is for you going out into the environment and on these you know walks what you do and what you see and what happens for you yeah i i usually don't go looking for a specific bird um i, I did that a lot last year um and i last year i saw 90 new birds mm. <laughs> which is kind of wild um but yeah usually i just kind of go out and and don't have any expectations and just kind of walk around and um you know another thing is listening is a huge part of it mm -hmm. uh, most of the time you know if a bird is just sitting quietly not moving um most of the time you're not going to find it um so listening is a huge part or you know seeing them move and listening also tells you a lot about what they're doing you know like there's been a lot of times actually where the only reason i found an owl is because i heard a bunch of crows mobbing it huh. so there's there's that aspect too so when you're out there looking I mean, I'm very interested in how you just answered that because it was like you weren't even there. It was like all just information from what was around you. But I'm wondering, I just want to hear whatever, no matter how minimal it might be, like what what is what is your goal or hope uh, or feeling that you're seeking uh, when you're out there or like when you come back, like what's a good trip like? I'm not the first person to say this, but I, I do think it is like meditation in a way. And I, I, I think it's noticeable that I, I actually didn't really get into birds until after I, I had done some meditation and it's kind of, you know, like when you start meditating, you, you start noticing more things. And I think you also start, um, there's a little bit less separation between you and the kind of the outside world. And so that's kind of, if I, if I would say I had a goal for bird watching, that would be kind of, kind of it is like just being more open to what's going on outside. 